Hi everybody, <laughs> my name is Noah Michael Smith and you're listening to the Local Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. What a great day it is to be running this podcast today. We're well into the new year and yeah, boy, is it great to be with you and I love you all being and tuning in and listening to all the great stuff I've got up into now, which leads me straight into what I want to talk to you today. I'm going to hold back on the subject. I'm going to give you a little, um, a few hints. Hopefully you can guess what I'm going to be talking about today. So, but before I go into that, I want to let you guys to understand a little thing or two here about me and why we brought this podcast to you. You know, we started this podcast back in 2014. I said we because I started it with a co-host of mine called Catherine Razumovskaya. I think I mentioned her to you last week when we were talking about the playgrounds and how many different gymnastics apparatus they have doing their bits and pieces and this and that. Anyway, Catherine and I started this show and we were meant to go full head of steam and run the show together. But in that time, Catherine had other things going on and she went her separate way. I went my separate way. We're still good friends. It's all good. In the interim, in that time, you, I brought in a few different people. Like I did one with um, Brigitta. We're talking about facial products. I did one with Sheila Carleton, did a couple with me. Yeah, I did have guest hosts with me. But then I made a conscious decision. There was a long time off where there were no podcasts and people wondering what's going on. Is there a, a low food fitness lifestyle podcast or isn't there? And I had to make some hard decisions. And the decision I made was to bring you the podcast myself. There's a guy um, I admire called Adam Christensen. He runs a podcast by himself and it's a tech podcast primarily talking about Apple products. If you get an opportunity, it's called a Maccast. Do listen to it. You get some great Apple information, as you all know. I'm a very much an Apple fan. But this is Lifestyle Podcast. It's a fitness podcast. And we're not talking about tech. Every now and again, I may dabble in a little bit of tech if I'm talking about the Apple Watch or any other device like the Fitbit and something that can help you with your fitness and your well-being. But it's not a tech show. i got to say, I love my tech. I don't know enough about tech to talk about tech, so I stick to what I'm good at, right? So um, I created this podcast, and as I said, it was meant to be hosted with a few people I tried along the way. There was even one podcast, can't remember which one it is right now, I'll have to look that up and tell you which podcast it is next week, a podcast with a whole host of us. I think I had four that came over for a meal, I cooked them a meal, and we all jammed and did a podcast together. But in that time, I think I had to get the people together, you know. If I'm doing a podcast with somebody, you and that person have got to be linking up at the same time, naturally, because you're doing a cast together. Now, it's to get that continuity, to get myself and the person together at the same time every single week. I am committed to bringing you all a podcast every week. I'm committed to that, yep. That's my commitment. I give myself that period each week, that hour to prepare my podcast and to bring it to you in the timescale that I always promise to get this podcast out. I try and get it out on Tuesday, but lately it's been coming out on Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday's good. I ain't got a problem with Wednesday, 
but I do not like getting it out on Thursday. Too late in the week, I'm preparing my next podcast at that time. You know, I want to get my podcast out a lot earlier than that. So Tuesday or Wednesday is what I aim for. Tuesday is ideal. Wednesday is okay. Thursday is not so good. That's how it works in my mind. So I decided to do the podcast on my own because I'm always here, right? I've always got myself with me. It made sense to just follow in Adam Christensen's footsteps and run the podcast on my own. For me, I've gotten used to this now. Going over the Christmas period a few weeks back, somebody wanted to come on and have a conversation with me about a subject that I really wanted to bring to you. But I decided after much deliberation, no, I'm going to keep it to myself. If I want to keep the continuity going, you know what you're getting. You're getting me each week and I'm bringing you whatever subject I'm bringing you. Now, if I decide to bring another person in, I'm going to give you ample of warning, let you know who the person is, plan it right, and get it together in that way. So um, it's important to me that I, I tell you that because this is significant to what I'm going to be talking about here today. Now, why did we decide to put the podcast together? And why did I decide to get a podcast together? Now, I've been teaching for a long time, right? As I keep going on about these years, but it has been a very long time since the 80s. I have so much to say. There is a, so much that we have got going on here. And it's exciting stuff down here in Rygate and London. We have done so much and there's so much more to come. And we just believe that we like to talk and there's so much to talk about. Now, I decided, how do I want to relay this stuff? Do I want to relay it on Twitter, on Facebook or any of the other social media? No, I didn't fancy doing that because I've got stuff to say and there are so many people out there talking on social media already. You open up your Twitter handle, your Facebook page and you get notifications coming up with so many people bombarding you with images, videos, things they're saying, the stuff that they're saying. For instance, we got Brexit over here in the UK. We had a referendum here. The UK want to stay in Europe and get all the bells and whistles that it has to offer? Or do we want to come out and go back to fending for ourselves and having trade with anyone in the world rather than being restricted to Europe? Now, a while ago, I put something lightheartedly on Facebook, my personal Facebook profile. And even some of the people that come to my class, some of my trusted colleagues, were pretty uptight about what I put up. And believe me, I promise you, what I put up wasn't nasty, wasn't slandering anybody. In fact, I'll tell you what I said. Here's what I said. Trading with the Europeans is not the only way. We have the Commonwealth and the rest of the world to trade with. Man, I put that one comment up. And <laughs> never get political, that's all I say. I didn't answer. I didn't say anything back. I just kept quiet, you know, because <laughs> I have my thoughts and that's all that matters, right? So coming back to social media, it's not the place I wanted to bring any information I got to bring to you because everyone's got their thing to say 
on social media and everyone's got their point of views and it's there out for everyone to listen to. And yeah, of course I want my podcast to get to as many people as possible. But here's the thing. When I decided that I wanted to send some of the beautiful things that we've got going on here in the UK, in London, in our community, in the Lofu fitness community and the Lofu kickboxing community as it happens. I want to bring all the beautiful things to people who want to listen. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself and I choose to tune in to those podcasts with my own free will. And I know that people who are listening to this choose to listen with their own free will. And they are the people that I bring this podcast to, people who seek me out. I'm not bombarding people or forcing this information out there on the air for it to just pop up on someone's stream without them even asking for it. I would tell you and try to get the news around, and I hope you spread the word that we do a beautiful podcast here. That's the background behind why I decided to do this podcast, because I have beautiful stuff that I believe and I love talking to you all. As you heard last week, the amount of fun I was having, and I do apologize for that. I couldn't contain myself. There were so many memories streaming back into my head uh, on the subject of having those devices that people have thrown in their cupboard or tucked under their bed that they bought and used once and never went back to them. There are so many of those devices around and... As I said, I had so many of those devices and I bought them for research purposes only and using them on some of the people that I teach because always looking for the best results out of, of what I do. Coming back to the situation at hand, you know, I said to you, I love talking and why am I telling you all this? And for what reason are you, am I, you know, what's the purpose of, of this? Have you heard of a, a sutra? Uh, not the Karma Sutra, just um, a sutra or a sutras. It's a joint in your body. We have many joints in our bodies, but this is one of the most unusual ones because this particular joint doesn't actually move. It's stationary. It's one of the few joints where it's the only joint in our body that doesn't dictate a movement. This joint is primarily situated in your cranium. Today, we're going to be talking about your face. You have 14 bones in your face. And all of those except one doesn't move. I want to concentrate more on the bone that does move. Now, let's go on to the muscle. How many muscles do you have in your face, do you think? 10, 20, 30? You've got 43 muscles in your face. Now, <laughs> incidentally, we are the only species on this earth that have so many facial muscles. Have you ever wondered how many facial expressions you can make? Literally hundreds of different facial expressions. Raise your eyebrows. You could puff your cheeks out, frown, smile. What's that one that Victoria Beckham uses a lot? What do they call it? Pout? That woman never smiles. I don't think she's unhappy. I just think it's her nature, just looking all solemn like that. But um, she looks happy enough. 43 muscles in your face. Do you use all those facial expressions or is your face just flat? There's a particular muscle I want to talk about today. And that muscle is called the masseter. Or depending on where you come from in the world, the masseter. Yes, well, M-A-S-S-E-T-E-R. But I pronounce it the masseter. That muscle, if you don't know your anatomy, well, <laughs> if you do know your anatomy, I should say, that muscle 
is responsible for moving the mandible. <laughs> Am I confusing you? The mandible is a bone that controls what part of your body? You ever guessed it? Have another guess. Uh, all right, let me give you a clue. The masseter is the strongest muscle in your face. Actually, let's go one step further. It's the strongest muscle in your whole entire body. And that muscle, as I said before, controls the mandible. All right, it's your mouthpiece. It's that bit that tends to get you into trouble. More often than not, the hardest muscle to control. Yeah, the masseter. It's difficult for some people to control this muscle. And I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about this today. <laughs> because a man or woman that could control what they're saying is a powerful person. People's mouths get them into trouble quite a lot. You know, you've heard the saying, if you've got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. I don't necessarily agree with that saying because sometimes you've got to have some tough love. And that tough love's got to be shown and be told to some people. Because if you don't tell them, no one else is going to tell them. They're going to carry on making the same mistakes. Now, you may well question, well, is it your right to tell somebody they're making a mistake? It might be a mistake in your eyes. Now, if someone's your dear loved one, could be your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, and you know jolly well they're doing something that ain't right, that's going to harm them or harm others. Yeah, sometimes they don't want to hear it, but you got to give them tough love. So the whole saying, if you got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all, may work 65% of the time, but the other 35%, you have to go with the other side of thinking. Is your mouth a blessing or a curse? Now, I have spoken many times before in my early years, and my, I believe my mouth was a curse, and my filter to my brain before it got to my mouth was in limited supply. But I've learned over the years to home in on that as I delve more into the mind and the psyche, and I'm very interested in all this stuff, as you are aware. I often stop and have long thoughts before I react to something that may be contrary to the way I think. Is my mouth a blessing or a curse? I believe my mouth is a blessing. I've learned over the years, and I didn't always have this, but I believe that my mouth is truly a blessing now. You know, I've learned there are people that I admire and people that do speak with a gifted tongue. Martin Luther King was one of them, Gandhi, Winston Churchill, another, just to name a few. And these are men that had a righteous tongue on them. And yes, I guess they would have said things time and time again, and we all do that. But primarily, it's better to sit back when you hear something, if you've got the time. Yeah, sometimes you want to react off the cuff. Not a good idea to do that all the time. If someone says something to you, gets your blood boiling, you've got to step back. Because a lot of the time, a reaction or an instant reaction is the worst reaction you could do. A lot of bad reaction is bad understanding. Once you step back and understand what the person was trying to say to you, then you might meet them halfway. Heck, you might even meet them the whole way on their side. Just shelf it. That's what I say. Shelf it look at it and go back to it. And I believe people like Churchill and King achieved greatness because of a similar method when they were at their highest points. A thing that someone told me, and I've tried this and it actually does work, 
you know, time and time again, you have your gas bill and your electric bill, whatever power your cellular phone tends to have this going on as well. You get a call from one of these companies to get you onto another tariff to save you money. When you calculate what you're on already and the amount you're using, it actually doesn't make any difference. It might be a pound difference or a dollar, depending on where, if you're in the UK or in the States. But the difference really is neither here nor there, not worth the hassle. If they give a cost, you say, how much is this going to cost me? Or how much am I going to save? They throw a figure out. Don't say anything. Keep quiet. Just stay quiet for about a minute or so. Tell you what's going to happen. They're going to come back. They're going to say, okay, we could do this for a bit less. You don't have to say anything. Their mind's going to be conjuring up all kinds of different scenarios. Just by you not saying anything, you'll come out with a better deal. Someone gave me that tip a while back. And I've used it three or four times. And lo and behold, it works every single time. <laughs> That's some gullible people out there. It's like a Jedi trick. You ever seen Star Wars? The Jedi? Yeah, when they wave their hand in front of a person's face. Some kind of hypnotistic thing going on there. And say to the man, let me out of these chains. And the man goes over and let him out of the chains. Yeah, it's just like that. Just keep quiet. Don't even have to say anything. Yeah, that Jedi trick works every time. Just keeping that muscle closed, the masada, that strong but weak muscle, strong as in powerful, you could bite down on anything with that strong muscle. But it's weak in the sense that people cannot contain themselves. So many times the masada or the mandible is used for destruction. Yeah, people can't contain, they just can't help themselves. That mouth starts flapping around, saying this and that. Look. You see it so many times when you're driving. You may make a mistake. You know, I've got my road. You can go to the Road Rage podcast and hear so many different stories I've told in that one. And you get people waving their hands around, shouting out, and they just cannot contain themselves. You get it on Facebook, Twitter. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. There's a book I'm reading that helps me in a big way with this. Darren Brown's book, Happy. That's all it's called. Yep, you've just finished Christmas. You spent out a lot of money. I bet you got so many presents you didn't even like. Sell the presents that you didn't like. Go out and buy the book. It's a great treat for yourself. Down Brown happy. Yeah, Down Brown is in the UK. He's a, a magician. But And when someone told me about this book, I said, Down Brown, the magician? No way am I going to read that. person said, Noel, give this book a read. I cannot put the thing down. It's a hard read, mind you, because he goes back into the Stoics quite a bit and the Greek greats as well, or the philosophies they used to come up with and use them and use the comparisons to modern times and pitch them up against what they said back then and did back then. And it's an amazing read, great for your mind. You come out a different person. Love that book so much. Go out and help yourself. Treat yourself to that. So let's get back to what we are talking about. Do you do a lot of listening? I do a heck of a lot of listening. But before I get to that, I'm going to tell you that I also do a lot of talking, as you already know, because I'm running this podcast, one-on-one personal training. What's that got to do with me talking? I've made it clear to you all time and time again that it's not my love. I don't like doing one-on-one training. I train my teachers, but it stops there. 
And this is a prime example of why I don't like it. I like talking to the masses. I have big fitness classes and I'm talking to 40, 50, 60 people at a time. When I'm speaking to you all, hopefully I'm kidding a whole load of people at the same time. I'm stuck in a room with one guy, one man or one woman, and I'm telling them X, Y, Z. I'm telling one person. Now, I believe the reason why I don't have much of an issue with my teachers because they're going to go out and spread whatever word I'm telling them. It's all about spreading the word. Giving it to one person is well and good, but I need to give anything I say, I want to say it to a group of people. When I'm teaching a class, this particularly happens in a fit, in a kickboxing class, the boys and girls will be doing things in pairs. One person will break up and say, Noel, is this how I do this? Or what happens if I do this this way? And I have a great answer like I'd normally do. I stop the entire class because I want to tell 20 people, not one. Because I'll only have to tell that one person and then tell another person, another person, another person, and all these different people at individual times. No, hit them at the same time, right? Because you know when I teach, I have a meaning behind what I'm teaching. There's an end goal for me. I don't like soap operas because they go on and on and on. They don't stop. I don't particularly like football, what we call in this country, what you may call in the States, soccer. I can't stand that word, but football here. Why? Because they play, that season ends. Then they start another season. They play, they start again, another season. The thing never ends. I like movies because the movie would start and it would finish. I love Netflix because they have miniseries. The thing would be an 8 or 10 part or 12 part, but you know it's going to end. Okay, listen, a show they had on Netflix called um, Stranger Things. Massive hit, huge hit. They brought out Stranger Things, the second series. I can't go back to it. It makes no sense to me. That's where they should have just ended it where it ended. Kabam, bada bing, bada bam. Finish. Like when I'm teaching, I tell somebody something, there's an end result, there's a goal, there's an aim at the end of it. Finish, done, move on to the next thing. So I love to talk and I love to tell people stuff because i got a great deal of experience going on here. And I turn that experience over to a group of people, the masses, like talking to you all out there, a whole wide range of people from different walks of life. So here's the next thing now. Having this amount of discussion going on and my mouth moving at a rate of knots, the mandible and masseter is constantly going up and down. Masseter is a strong muscle. To bite down on hard pieces of meat and stuff with your meat eater, you see those circus people hanging on with their teeth, spinning around on that thing. Your masseter is a strong muscle. But then we go from the strongest muscle to a little teeny muscle in your ear. And what are your ears used for? Listening. Because you got to listen. You have a good talking skill, you got to have good listening skills. And often I'm sitting down and I'm listening to somebody talk and I just want to turn off, not turn off from them, turn off my mouth, close it down, lock it down. But my brain is open and receptive to everything that's coming in. 
and all the information that comes in, I store it up. And I love doing that for about half an hour, even an hour. But I store all the information up, as I said, and deliver it if it needs a delivery. If it doesn't warrant a delivery, you don't have to say anything. Often the person says, are you still there if you're on the other side of the telephone? If you're sitting on the sofa, like I just said, are you listening, they say to me? Yeah, with intent. Tell them everything they said. Recite it back to them. I can't do that. But the key thing is, listen. Because listening teaches you so much. Because you know what I said about talking? Giving people information? How do you get the information in the first place? Yeah, you read, but you also have to listen. I listen every Sunday when I go to church for two hours straight. And sometimes it's four. Because sometimes I go to church Sunday morning and Sunday evening. I listen when I'm being taught by my coaches. I'm a big listener. Love listening. So, coming back to talking. When you talk, be cautious. Don't let your mouth get you into trouble. Emails. Abraham Lincoln. A little trick he did. There were no emails back then. He would write a letter, use his ink and pen. And when he finished writing the letter, he would seal it up and put it in his many pigeonholes he had on his desk. Go to sleep, come back the next morning, open it up, read it out of 30 letters that he would have written. He would only send to that kind of ratio. See what I'm getting at? Because he woke up the next morning and thought to himself after reading it, I don't even need to respond to this. Keep the mandible close. Keep the masseter close. Don't need it. Control. Have restraint. If you have restraint, you find that you would not get into so much trouble. Don't say anything. Cliff Richard, he's a, a musician. If you don't know him already, Google him. He got accused of some pretty terrible things. But I admire how he handled it. He said nothing. He knew he was innocent and said nothing. They found him innocent and to this day he hasn't said a thing. Fabulous. How hard must it have been for him to keep his Massacre close. How hard? So it was a tough one because he got accused of some pretty nasty stuff. They went in, ransacked his house, turned his computers upside down and everything. Didn't find a thing. So yeah, there's a lot to be said about what you say and when you say and if you say. If you've got a lot to say, make your own podcasts. Another thing, if you like to write, do a blog. Recently, or just before Christmas, I had some trouble getting to one of my classes. I needed to express myself. Didn't want to put it in my um, podcast because it wasn't that kind of thing. But I just wanted to get out some frustration. We were planning to start in a blog and I was struggling with something to write. So I thought, hey, you know what? I'm writing about this thing. Let me just carry on writing and put it out as our first blog and I did that so a blog's a good way to get things off your chest rather than mailing the person but remember this if you're gonna go live with this stuff don't name names just let out your frustration and keep it neutral keep it concentrated on you on yourself you can't sue yourself can you now keep the focus on yourself the next thing is reacting to other drivers start counting you count to 30. If 30 doesn't work, you count to 60. If 60 doesn't work, just carry on counting. You got that? How to respond to emails. Shelf the email. Just ignore it. Read, ignore it for a while. And then you can make a clear decision when you go back to it in a day or two. Person can wait for your response. 
I do it all the time. I do it in business and I do it in my private life. The next thing, try not to be nosy because what you don't know can't hurt you. And if you can't hurt you, you're not going to have anything to say about it. So just don't have interest in a lot of things that don't concern you. Doesn't concern me, got no interest. Remember, your mouth is a powerful tool. Make it a blessing, not a curse. Be careful what you say. Use it wisely. Your masada and your mandible are two powerful parts of your body. It's your jaw. It's that bit of your mouth that goes up to bite. You bite up on stuff, not down on stuff. Yep, it's your jaw that goes up. The movement is up and down with your jaw, not down and up with the top bit of your lip. You got what I'm saying? You see in a ventriloquist dummy, it's very crude in how they've put the slit down the side of the mouth, but primarily that's how your mouth moves. Control it. It's a hard thing to do for many of you out there, but I'm asking you to control it. Because there are so many people with so many things to say in this day and age. They want to have freedom of speech without freedom of consequence. You do have freedom of speech in most Western countries. But that freedom of speech does not come without consequence. Do not get the two mixed up. I love you all. Yeah, you all have a good time. And uh, I'll catch up with you next time we're here. Which no doubt should be next week enjoy your week take care thank you for listening my name is noah michael smith and you've been listening to the low food fitness lifestyle podcast